Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, but also among the least funded. Today, that changes. Are you ready? Essence and Pinesaw have partnered to celebrate Black female entrepreneurs, and the Pinesaw Legacy Grant will award one entrepreneur $100,000 to make their business dreams a reality. Visit Essence.com slash Your Legacy to learn more and enter to win. We are back. I am Charlie Penn. I'm Corey Murray. And this is Yes Yes, Girl. Did y'all miss our voices a little bit? Can I go to JC Petty for a second? Oh my God. I love shopping at JC Petty sometimes. Shout out to Mixes for having that line. Me and Jillian catch up on our mixes. <laughs> um, you know, Charlie Penn and I are prepping for um, the podcast, and we were look. We want to show some social media love that we've been getting. Uh huh. So, um, doing our due diligence, uh-huh. I went on. Inst- you know, I went on Apple Podcasts. Shout out oh, to Apple Podcasts hello. to see our ratings. But when I typed in "Yes Girl," I see a lot of titles with "Yes Girl" in it. I know. I just want y'all to recognize the real yes girl. <laughs> Corey, you shopping at JCPenney? I am shopping. With a gift card. Yes. No, I have a credit card. <laughs> you have a credit I card have a today. Full, I am paying the APR. Full credit line at JCPenney. I just want y'all to, I want to thank you guys for the real listeners of Yes Girl Podcast. Thank you. Yes Girl, because y'all been ride or die. But I just want to spell out the correct name. It's Y-E-S comma G-I-R-L exclamation point. Know that know that and I also want to say and we're going to be quick with it but as a creative it is it bothers us we know the work that we've done and it's beautiful but it's interesting because I know it's hard when you're naming a business right like when you come up with something and then the first thing you do Mm -hmm. is search and you're like oh somebody already did that let me think of something else right Mm -hmm. that's how we think of as a creative yes that's true but just changing the punctuation and it doesn't change the name no you know like if if somebody came out with the read exclamation point podcast, they'd be, what? We'd all be mad. Yes. Therapy for black girls, comma, yes. We'd all be mad. Strong so, black lead, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Our producer's no. looking at us like, y'all need to get out of JC Petty. But we're, we're going to, we're, 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 we're ringing up. up. We're ringing up. Yep. But <laughs> we just <laughs> But we do genuinely want to say, if you're having trouble finding us, we know why. But we're still here. Yes, we are. We're still giving you the content that we love right from our heart to yours. Yes. Yes, girl podcast. Yes, girl podcast. So, Corey. Yes, Charlie Pan. Let's exit JC Petty and talk about this week's guest because we're all about the love on this show. We are. And Danielle Brooks is a whole and utter, beautiful, sweet jubilee chocolate vibe i love her so much i love her and we are let's be real we've been trying for a minute we've been trying to get daniel on the show for a good good while and it worked come on manifestation yes because girlfriend's been busy she had booked and busy booked and busy she was wrapping up orange is new black broadway broadway had a whole child clothing line clothing baby, line engaged baby, home renovations hello everything home i mean ownership. what didn't she do yeah. Yeah. She's everything. And, and recorded an album. And an album and gave yeah. us a Black Girl Magic Anthem single. Girl, everything. And I love that we were able to catch her in LA, Corey, because we got to really kick back at H Club. Exactly. And completely talk to her. 
Like, we, go in. It was beautiful. The baby was out there, but the baby stayed at home while she was vibing. Oh, my God, it was so it good. It was beautiful. It was, I think it was all the breath of fresh air we needed. It was like a slumber like party. Like a little break. It was, it was a like a break. break it was like yes. an L.A. slumber party yes. almost. Yes. And, you know, um, I just have to say, as a testament to Danielle Brooks, um, when I first started Essence, Corey would always joke, like, you know, this is what we do. It's a work. They're not our friends. Celebrities aren't yeah. our friends. They're, you know, we're, it's work. But every time I've ever bumped into Danielle Brooks, Every time from the eight years, you know, I've worked at Essence and been covering her. She's always like, hey, Charlie. No, there's some there's she, some celebs that she completely connects with you. She, she connects, connects with you, yeah. you know, and it's still professional. But she remembers if she talked to you, she knew what she talked to you about. Mm -hmm. She remembers working with you. And that's a classy woman right there. Classy. I love it. Thank what do we talk to her about? All kinds Everything, of things. All kinds of things. But the thing that stood out for me the most was her being open about her postpartum depression. Mm, she was real about that. She was really real about that. Not not enough black women talk about that, I don't believe. Mm -hmm. um, she's in a good space now, but she, she kind of talked about that. I thought that was really beautiful. And like how easy it is for her to be vulnerable yes. because she's about black women mm -hmm. for her fans. And she's like, why would I hide? Yeah. I'm just like you. Mm -hmm. And I love that too. And she's in love. She she's is so mama. in love. She also, what I love, Corey, she talked about, we kind of asked her like how hard it is to be Netflix famous. Because yes. you know, everybody watch Netflix. Mm -hmm. So everybody knows that she's tasty from Orange is New Black if they didn't catch her in all her many other wonderful projects. And she talked about it being hard. And as dope as she is, she doesn't really want you to sneak that selfie in with her. No. And <laughs> I was thinking about it. And I don't know if I would want to be that kind of famous either. I've always, I've always said I'd rather be rich. Yeah. Because how are you going to be eating your ramen at the restaurant? And sometimes you don't have your concealer on. Right. Sometimes your hair is in a bun. The lip, the top lip has it's, worn off. I Can I tell y'all, <laughs> I live in a black sweatshirt at home. Like, and on the weekends, these black sweatpants that I've had for 20 years that right. are not that black anymore but i love them i'm so glad that you said that mm -hmm. because the other day g was like so we're just gonna do stretch pants and nikes forever on the weekends yes i yes. just i'm like, but i look good in them but it's comfortable it's comfortable and i'm not trying to be all i gave you my, my business casual all week all week i gave you the glam top knot stretch pants sneakers like I, you're right no concealer no nothing my makeup bag stays right there like on Fridays, it comes yep. in, it goes Till away. Monday. I love to just, you know, wash everything off and just, you know, T-shirts, mm -hmm. nothing fitted, waistline needs to stretch. Yes. So I can enjoy being the foodie that I am in my spirit. No, but seriously, you're right. Like, we just like to be ourselves. And I can't imagine, like, imagine if, like, you know how paparazzi gets people? Imagine them getting you, like, taking Jillian to something on the weekend. Oh, my God. <laughs> I be looking crazy on the weekend, y'all. <laughs> I be look and I be trying to, like, be in the cute part of Brooklyn, but I be looking crazy. But I'm like, I got to have a day Why off. Not? Like, I just need, it's my life. I'm comfortable with my weekend crazy. Yeah. You know, but seriously, paparazzi would catch me slipping. I know. The only thing I will, just to wrap this up, one thing I will say that I do love to have, at least, my mother taught me this, I need a lip on at least. I know. Because she said, you never know who you're going to meet. I do need a lip. Yeah. But we digress. I just wanted to know if you've been catching all the love we've been getting. On social media the last few weeks. I have. I'm super excited. I have a few things that I would like to read. Do you Me too. Read no, two? you please go first. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go first. First one I want to read is from, and forgive me, but it's LM198907. I love this podcast so much. I started listening when they interviewed Issa Rae and Regina Hall. Since then, I've went back and listened to almost all of the episodes. The show is funny and insightful, and it feels like I'm having coffee or tea with my girlfriends. Corey, Charlie, and the earlier shows with Yolanda show women with gate 
great chemistry and make the show authentic. They are constantly lifting black women up. Seriously, I can't get enough. Next year, they will get the Webby Award. Yes, we will. I'm manifesting that. We win on that Webby. I'm excited. Okay, I have one. Okay. I love this podcast. It's like kicking it with your favorite sister friends. Charlie Penn and Corey Murray, you know, the last names are amazing. I look forward each week to Yes Girl. That one was from Libra Girl 75. Hey, boo. All right, this is from Babyface7606. So I've never listened to podcasts before, but I don't know what made me listen to this particular one, but I'm glad I did. You guys are amazing. And Fantasia, I felt like she was preaching to me on this episode. And now I will subscribe and listen more often. Thank you for what you are doing. We even got some recommendations, Corey. This one's from ChristyJB703. I enjoy this podcast. Good content. Lovely guest. Energized hosts. Would love to hear from Aldous Hodge. I remember him from Underground, and I see him in other projects. And he was in What Women Want. I mean, What Men Want. Yeah, and he was in Clemency. I, I could hear from Aldous. Which co-stars are this week's guest, Daniel Brooks. Perfect. So just FYI. Yeah. Let's get Aldous on deck. Let's Who get else ready. do you guys want to hear from? Please let us know. Last one is from Sister Red. I have downloaded over 30 different podcasts from various sources, and this by far is my all-time favorite. The ladies are intelligent, witty, and delightful, and seem to make every guest feel at ease no matter what they Aww. are, no matter who they are. Keep shining, queens. Y'all really make us feel good, and we just want you to know we really, really love you back. Thank you for just riding with us for four seasons, four years. We're just, I just feel so much love. I do feel so much love. Real quick, also a shout out to y'all, like uh, review names. These are funny. Libra These are. Girl, 75, <laughs> Baby Face. I see y'all. Sister Red. It reminds me of AOL names. Mine used to be Angel back in J. Remember Yeah, names? I was kind of corny. I was always like, I was just, well, I, well, mine was just Corey Murray NYC. Oh, you were just, you were professional. I was trying to be professional. You were distinguished. Mine was like, I have a tattoo of an angel on my back and I'm from New Jersey. Remember you used to put together like facts about you? It would be like ice cream, Fremont Street, you know, like, no, okay, yeah. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me like that? What were y'all screen names back in the day? Don't leave me out here on this ledge alone. Let's get into this Danielle Brooks interview, but please. Uh oh, I think our uh, executive Tiffany, producer one, Tiffany, Tiffany has one. Mic over here. What, which, which, what, what was yours? It happened like you know. It was, it was like either like bitter. Speak it to the mic. It was like bittersweet twenty six or Miss Brooklyn yes. something. Yeah. Wait, was I it MZ? Had... Was it MZ Brooklyn? MZ Brooklyn. <laughs> Ashley, what you have? Okay, yeah, see, me and Ashley are the same. We're the same. Was that your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, now I have to know. Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. What was your screen name back in the day? Yes. The good ones. Tell us about it. I know y'all got one. And how did you put it together? But in the meantime, get into this interview with Danielle Brooks. It's a good one. Now, you already know, I think I've been waiting the whole time we've been on the air, three years, yeah, we to have, have my Virgo sister, <laughs> Danielle Brooks, on the show. <laughs> Hello, you're the 17th, I'm the 19th. Oh my gosh, two oh days apart. I know, you and me, you know what's you know what's gonna show out. You knew I was gonna yes, show yes. out. We couldn't wait to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. I am so, so glad to be here. My heart is just happy. Super happy you. to be on here. And now, I listen to you all the time. 
I really do. Oh my God. Yes. And I watched it, like, listen to, watched, listen to the decade of, like, Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Tracy Clatt. Yes. yes. Black Girl Magic. You contributed yes. to the Black Girl Magic that Thank we were talking you. about Thank on television and on screen. It's crazy. I'm, I'm glad to have contributed. Um, in a huge way. <laughs> Wait, pause. I think it's time to read the receipts. Yes. What you is know? a receipt? When we talk Girl, about we let them contributions. Know are, um, in case they don't. Yes. Thank you. Let's go. Let's, Let's go read through. them. <laughs> Stretch first. All right. Wow. So I have to say, as a Southern girl, you are a proud Southern girl. Yes, ma'am. Augusta, Georgia. But I want to say you grew up in South Carolina, That's though. Right. Okay. That's yes. right. Yes. Yep, yep. All right. Born in Georgia, raised in South Carolina. All right yes. now. Attended Juilliard. Yep. With Samara Wiley. Yep. Your yep. co-star, who would go on to be your co-star on Orange is New Black. Yep. Yeah. Classically Turn up. trained. Okay, All right. Heard that? Classically Classic. trained. <laughs> okay. The conservatory. Yes. Solid. <laughs> that is the place. <laughs> For Orange is the New Black, which is a ground was a groundbreaking show, mm-hmm. groundbreaking. Okay, Thank you. you won a Young Hollywood Award for Breakthrough Actress in 2013. You were part of the Skill the Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Comedy Series in 2015. You made your Broadway debut as Sophia in the Color Purple musical, and you were nominated for a Tony Award for Best Performance by an Actress in a Featured Role in a Musical in 2016. The Color Purple won a Grammy in 2017. Uh oh, she's doing the Millie Rock. Let's do it. Let's do it. it. And we're not even done. (laughs) We're not even done because we are here in Hollywood during the week of Black Women in Hollywood. You are a former Black Woman in Hollywood. (laughs) My favorite time of the year. And she got a whole engagement ring on y'all, and she got a beautiful baby girl. A baby girl. So everything is just. And wait, can we give a shout out to everyone? I have a little secret to tell everyone. Hmm. So we knew you were a singer. We knew you were an artist. Your rep was telling us like, Danielle has wrote this beautiful song called Black Woman. It's going to be perfect for black women in Hollywood. We were in talks to have you perform it. My heart broke. You Celebrity life. I know she. Champagne problems. I was so. <laughs> I mean, just threw all the champagne out the window. Oh I was heartbroken. Like, I literally was in a chicken coop. I was in a chicken coop <laughs> shooting my last scene oh, with this, Uzo yeah. for Orange is the New Black yeah. when I wanted to be celebrating with you all, singing Black Woman on the stage for Essence Black Because that would have been the vibe. It, it would have been, been the vibe. And I, and I was ready. You like were my ready. spirit was like ready. I'm ready to Every sing. Every lyric. For all of these amazing, oh incredible my God. Like, women. Visuals for that um video. We're gonna Thank you. Yeah. I, I directed that myself. Okay, what really don't you do? Girl, I mean, I'm trying to figure out. You're showing out <laughs> on us. What do I not? I'm trying to figure you out. You sing, you act, you direct. Thank you. You yeah. are just every woman. Hey, I'm every woman. Yes. It's all in us. It's you. all in us. It's all in us. <laughs> so, okay, I don't even know where to start, but yeah. since I said that, I'll say, what haven't you done that you mm-hmm. need? What's next? Because oh, I'm man. sitting here like, where? <laughs> because, you, and I'm not, I'm not going to say your age, but I'm looking at your age like, you just beginning. Yeah. She's showing out. Thank She's you. showing yeah. out. Thank you. You just starting. I'm trying. Um, there's so many things to do. Like, um, I might be stepping into some hosting next, which is really oh. exciting. Um, but I think there's so much more work to do within television mm-hmm. that I want to do. Um, and just making sure that 
uh, people are not just looking at black women in one way. Yeah. Someone that looks like me, like I, there's so much uh, color to who we are, and I just want to continue to make that possible. But um, one thing I want to do is I want to start my own program. You know, I, w- I would love to get something going for um, when it comes to arts education for young black girls uh, to really start to understand that there's more roles than just being an actor. Yeah. There's like stage hands that you can be like, there's there's crew within television, mm-hmm. there's even with theater, like directing, writing, um, being stage manager. There's so many cool jobs that you can um, be a part of um, with this business. Yeah. And I think it would be cool to like let women know that, or little girls know that. You can secure you know, the bag from any angle. Yeah, exactly. that's what it's about, securing the bag from One any thing angle. I love about um, Ava DuVernay is when she's filming, she makes a point of showing all the people behind the scenes. Yes. Like, tell them what you do. Like, like, just follow her Instagram stories. But it's so important because it does show the breadth Yes. of what entertainment or Hollywood can be. And you're right, it does not have to mean you're standing in the spotlight, but you could have a true hand in creating something beautiful. Yes, yeah. and that's what I would love to add mm-hmm. at some point oh, within my career. It. And now that speaks to why you were like considering a move to Atlanta. Yes! Because <laughs> we were over here kikiing about like the struggles of this Brooklyn Yeah, Brooklyn life, life is not <laughs> a joke. Like it should not be this hard. No. And like being... Well, city life. City life. Yeah, city life, yeah. Yeah. I I like balance. And parking. Right. I want balance. I want the city. I want the the country. I want slow, fast. But I don't want too much cold. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think that's important for me, especially now having baby girl Freya. Oh, she's Uh, so cute. Thank you so much. How old is she now? She is three months. Three months. Three months. Like Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm three months new mom, (laughs) and I feel it. Oh, (laughs) it is real. It is so real. Does she sleep? Does she sleep through the night? Does she? She does now, but (laughs) her parents don't have a good schedule, so that does not help her. Okay. Like I'm all over the place, so she's all over the place. Now I have to ask: Are you guys the uh, cry, cry, cry to sleep? No, I'm okay. not. All right. no, yeah, no, I no, wasn't no, either. No. I'm like, give the girl what she wants. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> it's only four things with babies. Is they're crying because they need to eat, they need to sleep, they need to be burped, or they're uncomfortable. That's yeah. it. It's not It's not that hard. Yeah. Just hold the baby out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she's really, really good. Just pop on a boobie and she's like, <laughs> happy like, for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just talk about, I love the way you move. Like you Thanks. share your life with your fans in such a meaningful way and everything that you do is so relatable i remember when your pregnancy announcement dropped we were just falling out (laughs) at work like you know like when you find out your sister i know that's how it was we're like oh my god we were just like i mean and that authenticity you can't you can't invent that you can't mix that up that's just who you are but how do you have how have you decided what to share and how to share that's a good question you're famous as hell too that's a good question i'm learning that along the way and i'm also i think what helps me is being transparent i think just sharing a bit of myself reminds me i'm not alone in whatever i'm going through and and so i find it beneficial to say hey this is what's happening in my life. Maybe you can relate to it and share some tips with me or whatever. Um, and to also let me remind myself I ain't that crazy. Like when it comes to certain issues, like right now, if I'm being transparent, like the postpartum thing is real and I'm going through it. 
and with a smile. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard. Yeah. Bouncing back, feeling like you have to look a certain way, especially in the industry that I'm in. Um, and also just your body's going through so much, so many changes that I've never experienced before. And I think in the beginning, like my first month postpartum, I was very much like, I'm rejecting this because I'm like all about speaking over your life. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not giving in to this depression thing. And then I had to be real with myself. And I'm like, actually, I'm going through it right now. And this is hard. And I'm crying probably three times a week, maybe even more if I'm being real. And like, you know, it's it's happening. happening. And it's just to acknowledge it first and then find ways to deal with it. So that's where I'm at right now. No, I feel you. I I didn't have a huge amounts of postpartum. Uh, I mean, I'm 10 years out of it. But I never forget one day I was full on crying, mm. full on crying. I remember turning to my partner and telling him, like, if I die tomorrow, you need to be prepared. Like, I don't know, <laughs> oh. I don't know where it came, but I was so serious. Wow. But I was like, I that. was deep in it. And I was like, you've got to wow. promise to find Mary somebody who's going to wow. love her. Yeah, I'm Cause you know, it I was, know. I never, I don't, because oh, I remember him no. looking at me like, what the fuck uh, are you going through? Like, what's but it came, this feeling came over me. But in, but it's. I mean, I know people say call it postpartum, but they don't really talk a lot about the changes your body they goes don't. through after you have the baby. There's all this prep before. The, yeah, all of all of all of these things that change, and then um, so many things that change. so many things that change. And then when you go to the doctor, we're like, I'm feeling this way. They're like, Oh yeah, well that's that's gonna be it now. That's that's. After see, I don't want to talk to the doctor, and that's oh. but but that's why I think it's so important to be transparent. Like yeah, even yeah, hearing yeah. your story, Corey, yeah. like, helps me. But I don't want to go to the doctor because I like I don't want no drugs. I don't oh, want true. that. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, I don't want to be medicated. Yeah. You want to self medicate yeah. in the right way with joy. Yeah. And like Tiffany Haddish, love her. She, I was watching her Netflix um, special that she did, and mm-hmm. she was talking about her depression at one mm-hmm. point and how people like are so quick to put you on drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But she was like, when you have a baby, right? The baby's crying. You're not gonna sit there and say, "Oh, we need to get a baby drug." No, <laughs> no, you won't like nourish the, nurture the baby, uh, take care of the baby, yeah. hug the baby. We should do the same thing yeah. with ourselves, yeah. and that's how it feels like. I just need to get a massage every week, maybe like figuring do out some, yeah. something. Somebody, Marquita, uh, she works with us. She posted something on Instagram I thought was brilliant. What did it say? Pulled it from. I call her an Instagram guru. She is okay. She said humans are like plants. Mm. Every now and then, we need sun. And we need air. Amen. So if you're having a bad day or bad thing, just go take a walk outside. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, it's, I was like, we have to think of ourselves like, if you don't have these things, you die. You wilt up. You dry yeah. up. You need certain things. Like no matter what, you need to go out into the space and change your environment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And the sun is real. Mm-hmm. Every time I get an, a physical, I'm extremely vitamin D deficient. Mm. Yeah. And I'm always like, what's up with that? And he was like, you leave for work when it's dark. Mm. You commute. You know, New York, especially in the winter, you come home when. It's dark yeah. he's like you work all day you're inside and i was like oh my god it's yeah, true it's so, i just need simple. sunlight yeah yeah that's what it is sometimes so that's what i'm um experiencing but in a positive way like, yeah, I'm, yeah, like yeah. I'm really like not crumbling here but, but thank you for sharing <laughs> it because also as someone who hasn't had kids yet yeah who's trying to conceive who wants to be a mom i appreciate every time mothers mm-hmm. like you all are transparent right yeah. because i you want to know like as much as you're excited you want to know all the things mm-hmm. you want to know everything mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like the better prepared you are for something the stronger you'll be through it mm-hmm. yeah and i think all transparent moms 
because there will be no surprises. You know what I mean when my time comes and you know how to prepare. You know, I'm thinking about, um, we spoke to Taraji and Taraji was telling us about when she became, um, when she shared her depression Mm -hmm. and how for her, I think what was a big thing for her, people sliding her DMs. Sometimes it was just saying me too. Mm -hmm. Was enough of the, of just the the camaraderie of like, knowing that I'm going through this too. You're not alone. Especially with the celebrity thing, which I hate using that word, but Mm -hmm. like being in the public eye, People just assume everything is good. Like, yeah. I'm not human and not supposed mm-hmm. to be emotional and cry and feel things. Mm-hmm. I go through it, too. Yeah. And people need to know that side as well. Yeah. So, Especially as a joyful black woman. Because I'm bubbly. Like yep, you said, yeah, yeah. Virgo thing, I'm sure. <laughs> and when I'm down, it scares people. Like, it's like, you, what? Not you. Yeah. You know, do you, do you, do you experience <laughs> that? I think, you're probably. I think people do. I, I do. What, what what comes up for me when you say this, like, I think I get scared of sharing sometimes because with media, they spin it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the thing will be, like, the headline is, like, Danielle wants to commit suicide. It's like, dang, <laughs> come what I on, said. I was just a teenager <laughs> and just, feel, like, feeling right. things. You know, it's not that deep. Right. You get nervous of how people are going to take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do feel you on that, too. Like, I, I feel as a bubbly person... People just kind of like, yeah, you, you're not supposed to feel that way. And it's like, nah. Your brand is joy. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Your brand is joy, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. Right? I mean, because that's what you exude, which is fine. But like you said, you can have a bad day too. Yeah, for sure. You're also open about inclusivity with body inclusivity. And at Girl H Cup. Who, girl? I'm always like. I am a. Um, sports bra cup <laughs> right now. Bro, I've been a sports bra over a bra cup. Okay. But I'm always throwing up my fist and reading your captions and being like, you better say it. Yeah. And then you went out and created collaborative online, online those for clothes. maternity and yeah. regular wear to help us like see ourselves. Because I hate when it's just curtain patterns on a dress. <laughs> Can yeah. we stop? Can we uh, it's, it, and it's continuing. And it's so annoying. Still. But they kind of look, I've been thinking about it too. Like, thank God for Lizzo as well, mm-hmm. like her growth that she's taking right now, because I have never seen a plus size woman in some Versace, okay? okay? And like custom Gucci, and like, yeah. we don't get that opportunity, but because yeah. of her status, it might yeah. open the door for me, even though I've been out here doing my thing for a while, SAG, Emmys, yeah. mm-hmm. Tonys, yeah. they just ignore me. Yeah. And it's not everyone. And I was also trying to make sure that I highlight the people that are like why I think sometimes we focus too much on the people who aren't doing the thing that we want, mm-hmm. but why not focus on the people that are actually helping us to get where we want? Like that's so important, right? And I so that that's why I'm like I focus so much and I use overuse my homie's name, but I focus on Christian. I focus yeah. on, you know, Universal Standard mm-hmm. or Mark Bauer, um, some of these people that have designed for they're me in the it. past. Yeah, they're, doing, they're it. doing it. So I don't really care about the Gucci because y'all ain't really messing with it. Mm-hmm. So, so next. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Bye. <laughs> because we're out here looking great, right? So if you don't want, I always say that too, like, you don't want my money? Right. Because I would buy the shoe, especially with shoes. Do not. 
Cause I okay, shoe confession. Toes. Okay, I uh, was a always like a ten, like a like a narrow kind of foot ten. Mm-hmm. And then I got into UGGs and flip flops because I like to be comfortable, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm like, if I'm not in heels, so I think my feet spread a little. They got oh. comfortable. They got comfortable, girl. Them <laughs> UGGs did me in those winters in New Jersey. And then I was like a ten and a half, which wasn't cute because you can't find a ten and a half in any cute oh, shoe. Yeah. So then I had to start buying elevens in the cute shoes because the ten was too small. And I don't do blisters. Yeah, and do you have to buy them early? Because I hear they only make a certain size. Exactly, and then that was the struggle. And then Julie, our global beauty director, y'all know Julie. She said, "And wait till you have a baby, because then your shoe size goes up again." (laughs) And supposedly they don't go back. No, yeah, that's what. What am I going to be then? Now I'm a ten and a half, and I'm like, my stylist comes over, and I can't fit any of the shoes. It's horrible. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a struggle, but. We need y'all. <laughs> I know. And we and our feet are out here, right? Our feet are out here. <laughs> like, that's the thing that kills me. Like every time I'm like, I would buy this this shoe. Yeah. I would pay the money. Well, you isn't know? that one reason why um, Wendy Williams created a shoe line? Yeah. Because of her. She's an 11, she yeah. I think. Yeah. And I'm not even really an 11, but like you can size up, right, Corey, for comfort. When you're yeah. like a 10, you don't really get to size up for comfort. No. Yeah, you just got to snatch them shoes like right away. You can't wait for the sale no, clearance, right? No, but it shouldn't be like that. <laughs> don't you want my money? Okay. Like you said, don't, don't you want, want my That's going to be the hashtag for this episode. Don't I need some Danielle Brooks shoes next, okay? Okay. I, okay, planting seeds. Or planting wait, but what's, seeds. Where's okay. your, what's next for your, your fashion line, though? Oh, man, we're trying to figure it out. Okay. It has not been an easy journey for me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, again, I'm grateful for Universal Standard. They've been a wonderful company for me to work with being yeah. pregnant mm-hmm. and before pregnancy. Worked with Lane Bryan mm-hmm. a lot as well, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and I worked with another company. And sometimes people are just not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it's just fast money for people. Mm-hmm. And... Okay. It's not about quality stuff, um, and that was not that wasn't the case for Universal. But no, because um, Universal stuff was super they're, they're cute. Great. And I, yeah. That sweater dress. Yeah, thank yeah, thank. And you, you. did I two still capsules. About it. In the I did two capsules, but it is time to do my own thing, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure it out. So if anybody's listening <laughs> to this right now, please help your girl out. Okay, okay. Well, you are a whole brand. <laughs> yes. Like we're at a stage now where I feel like celebrities' lifestyles are the brand. Mm-hmm. And I love that you can bring that right to the people. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, you know what I cool. mean? It's, it's cool. It's, it's a weird wor- world, though, too, because like, somebody asked me, I went to speak at a college at Minnesota University, and they were like, how are you rebranding yourself after... Um, oranges and you'd be like, like, what the heck does that, that mean? Yeah. I'm like, um, I'm still fairly new in this game. Okay, like I've only Rebranded? been seven years in this thing. What does that mean? Yeah. And for me, I'm just like always trying to move in the direction that I want to move in, mm-hmm. and not moving because I feel like this is gonna serve me in the future with like working with companies. Of course, there's a little bit of that. You have to, of course, be a businesswoman, but. I feel it's more important to, like, if I want to have a baby right now, I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and, like, try to, like, post the perfect things to get the perfect job. It's exhausting. I, I, yeah, I'm not really about that. It's exhausting for me. And um, so I just kind of um, plant seeds, uh, you know, work hard, talk to God about mm-hmm. it, and hopefully everything kind of meshes together and plants a beautiful flower of what I want. 
And right now it has, just working hard and, you know, speaking what you want into existence. That's been my And mojo. look at all those receipts we read when we opened we the got show. Receipts. I was telling uh, <laughs> Charlie that um, I saw Clemency. Oh, yeah. And I was waiting for you because I was like, where is Daniel? Daniel, <laughs> right, Daniel right, Bush right, is right. going to be in this movie. I mean, shout out to Alfred Woodard for holding it down. But you were like, come on. So but I was like, where is Daniel Brooks? But when that one powerful scene you had at the end. Thank you. And what I... You know, it's a nuanced role because you're, you know, you're the wife. Well, you were the girlfriend, girlfriend yeah. of the guy who's going on death row. But he was like, oh, he was crying. And he was like, oh, you don't have to cry for me. You know, I, I forgive you. And you, your character was like, oh, I'm I didn't need your forgive you, right. forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I did what was right for me and my child. And I was like, I didn't see that coming. But I was like, this is a real story right yeah. now. It's, and it's also something that's talked about a lot. A lot is when a woman has to say, I hear you, but I got to do what's right for my kid. Mm-hmm. But so you know deep. what I mean? Yeah. But it was so deep. I didn't expect it to go that way yeah. in the movie. It was hard to play because I'm always, for the most part, playing likable characters. Yeah. And so to hear audience members say, I was not really here for you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. But it makes me feel like I did my job. No, you, you did. Know? And you really thank did. Thank God for Chinoye who wrote the mm-hmm. piece and directed it and won at Sundance and is doing her thing now with Americana. Yeah. Um, she's dope. She really is. And she's really a walk the walk, talk the talk mm-hmm. person, which I have a lot of respect for her for. Um, but I'm glad that she allowed even that one scene, the nuance. Yeah. I got to actually like do some things and, and that's exciting, and, and that's all I'm really waiting for. Like, for me, if I continue to do that within the work, like, when I actually have the job, that's your audition right there. Like, mm-hmm. that is all you need to get you to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Do the work. And I was watching that in your Tyler Perry episode. He was talking about do the work. Like, wow. yeah. And that's all you really need to do. Um, and leave the rest to the higher-ups. So, um, yeah, I feel like... You know, I got to do Shakespeare in the Park too, and that's been really. It was really a great experience. I never. And I have to confess, I've never seen. Girl, that was the one. It was and I know. All I black. heard. Yeah. yeah. Can I mean, was this, this wasn't much ado about nothing. Yes, it, it was. was. It was. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and it sucked because like we were supposed to go to Broadway, which I'm hoping we can still do. But mm-hmm. then I had gotten pregnant. These champagne problems. Champagne again. problems. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm stealing like, that phrase. I love it. <laughs> We call them first world problems. Yeah. First world problems, yeah. Elevate. Champs. Champs problems. So. Well, can I add? Oh, go ahead. I have to say, since we're talking about the work, I know it's a, um, we're a bit removed from the final season, but what you did with Tasty. Thank you. And that storyline that we got to see from start to finish and how we loved her and rooted for her and she got out and went back and then. My heart broke over and over and over again, and I cried and cried to the point where I couldn't even, I used to binge as soon as it would drop. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, okay, do not disturb Orange is the New Black. (laughs) Just drop. But I had to take it slowly. And I mean, of course, also, we work with a lot of you. We get to know you, too. So, you know, it's hard to separate Danielle from Tasty when I'm watching. (laughs) You know, I mean, no, really, but that chills, Danielle. Thank you. That final season was beyond Thank phenomenal. You. I'm glad you saw it because I feel like so many people dropped off after like four, which is so fine. <laughs> I still got to check. But like, <laughs> no, that's real. like but the real work that. is like in those last seasons. It really yeah. is. And the, that finishing that arc with yeah. Tasty and her. Did you see it? Did you no, get the final I'm over here like this. No, no, no. It's fine. 
you know, I'm always like, sometimes so I'm like, good. I fell asleep, y'all. I'm glad people are honest about not watching if they don't. Instead of like, yeah, I saw it. Like, no, yeah, don't lie. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shit to watch. <laughs> it's a lot. You know what I mean? But the arc in the end, Tacey is stuck in prison, but she vows to, well, she decides to help other women. Okay, and create thing. a scholarship in Pusey's um, yes. honor. You know, am mm-hmm. I, you know, and it, and it, you're just like, wow, this is yeah. a real story. Yeah. She tried, you know, like she was oh, basically wow. ready to give up. And that's the thing that's crazy is because like, what's the guy's name? We're gonna have to edit this because I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it wrong. But the guy that was in Ava DuVernay's, Jer- the main guy who won. Oh, J- uh, Jarrell Jerome. Jarrell Jerome. Yeah. It's like you watch his stuff, and we were. I just keep having this ju- juxtaposition moment of like. We were doing that, like, yeah. but ain't nobody watching it. Yes. It's like we're doing it. She like, had to decide. Yeah. she was gonna spend her life behind bars. Yeah, and so many black women, you know, for something she didn't even do. Yeah, that's the other. And that's you know what, what I mean? You know, even though mm-hmm. um, now it was fictional, it we were still being that representation yeah. for women of color. Um, and you know, sometimes you're just like, are people paying attention? And people did. Um, but like you said, there's so much content out here at this point. At first, it's the gratefulness of having seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, like Hello. that mm-hmm. does not happen all the time. And it did allow me other jobs and to buy a home and to feel like comfortable and say no to things that I feel like are not worth doing. Yeah. So there's so many great things of that. But at the same time, it's like, damn. Y'all, y'all can't miss that last season. <laughs> oh, man, we put our foot in that motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, slow. I, when it was over, I was like, T-shirt wet. But you got me thinking, we need to do a story time. of like, you know what? Let's research yes. the last season of. Because you yeah. have to almost even experience it twice. There's so yeah. many subtleties, so many things that it's saying. Yeah. You know, there's two final scenes, Tasty's and then the one of this ice plane. Okay. Where women start disappearing, yeah. and oh, wow. you re- basically they send young women to countries they've never lived in, well, you know, and drop them off the plane with nothing. Orange, supposedly, this is like I don't know if it's true, but mm-hmm. they they said after Orange because with the ice thing, Orange was highlighting the fact that if you how how can I break this down? If you um, were locked up, mm-hmm. you could call a number. Like, you were supposed to call a number, and hopefully that could help you, like, get a lawyer and get out of there, right? Well, that was a real thing. Mm -hmm. And as soon as, like, the government heard about, like, Orange doing this, they cut the number off. They found a way to cut this number off. That was like a real thing for people to get out. It was like the Underground Railroad yeah. of Hell for ICE. No it really was where you could call. They cut it off after our show exposed, like, here's a way to help yourself. To it's crazy, but that wow. shows the power of like television. Yes. What you do, is like- and of that season, because mm-hmm. what it was saying, you yeah. know. So right, I just wanted I to give you, you, yeah. yes. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing, but I just wanted to yeah. say bravo, because we haven't had a chance Thank to say you. you in person. Thank you. Now, can we talk about this um, wedding, sis? Because yeah. you got a whole man <laughs> and a whole baby and a whole engagement yeah. ring, and you are altar bound. I am altar bound. Thank you. I'm joining the club. Yes, sis, come on over. It's cute. There's so many things I have to learn because I actually have never been that girl. It's like playing my wedding at uh-huh. five. I didn't care. Yeah. Like, and so now everything hit, and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, dresses what and are you? like, what are we doing? Flowers? What was this? Like, okay. So I'm really excited. About about it and he's a wonderful guy you know i just i think you know we're equally yoked yes. and, and i i know for a fact i've dated people before 
but I just don't like talking about that like, publicly mm-hmm. of course. because I think women are some women are like too hungry and will come yeah. for your person okay. that you were like, we were like, like, like you gotta watch what you put out there cause ain't nothing more attractive to a woman than yeah, a yeah take it I ain't got time for that do not don't do it <laughs> don't do don't it don't let me point you in his direction don't do it <laughs> My barber was wait. My barber was telling me how he would be with his woman, and other women would slip him his number. They do that and so I was like, weird. "They do I'm that." I'm not here for that. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. And women, we got to do better. Like yes. seriously, yes. seriously. Yes. Like your confidence. I don't know what it is. Like, come on, get it yeah. together. But that's why I don't like to expose I get bad. that. But I get then bad. at the end of the day, which I'm sure you both know, you have to trust your partner too. Me too. True. So you know, in my excitement, I think it's okay to like, you know, and drop little seeds of yes. my happiness with yeah, who I'm absolutely. with. And you have to celebrate I, the yeah. love that you have. Yeah. Because yeah. your fans are happy for you. Yes. We are planning a wedding. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited. Are you, you like big or small? Like, yeah. What is are, you, it? are you know what you want? Um, I want it small, but I'm starting to feel like it's not going to be that way. We had the most epic baby shower. Oh, my God. It wore me out. Like, I literally was worn out. Out after the baby shower was like lit, um, and so I know the wedding is gonna be that oh, way. Yeah. So we and you can drink too. Yeah, and, and we're gonna do we're gonna. I know <laughs> I can part. drink now. I think we're gonna do international though, like yeah. destination. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll keep it smaller. It will. We gonna find out, girl. I don't know. No, they people, ready. People love traveling that's now. True. They ready. That's true. That's like they'll be like, that's my vacation, girl. What place would you? What place would you suggest though? <gasps> Greece. Or no, Italy. That Aruba trip you took though. Aruba was beautiful. Just to show you the flamingos. That yeah, was I heard amazing. you talking about this flamingo. And what is that little cat? Like that you said that was grotto. your like what did you say? Yeah, the flamingo. It was a moment in time for us. Like we <laughs> renewed our vows in Aruba. Right, but it was so beautiful there. Like I don't think people realize how beautiful. Like you think Aruba, you think like maybe all the Caribbean looks yeah. the same, which I don't believe anyway. But yeah, the sun out there and the beaches i've never seen water so blue sand wow. so pink and just flamingos just you know and hey, we have to fact check around. this Literally. i think aruba is special because it's out of the hurricane yes mm. it never has rain so or bad never, weather yeah. ever okay just you're if you guaranteed. wanted like a guarantee okay. right. are you i don't know if you're a beach bride are you a beach bride a boat bride are you a no beach bride are you a field bride in my mouth child my feet child no 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 girl because they're on my hair can't hear the mics because no, no, I don't need all that. <laughs> I can see you in like a beautiful estate wedding in like France. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with the vintage car in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could rent like a fabulous Airbnb. Okay, so I see who's you. planning I my know. wedding. Look, Charlie Penn can plan. <laughs> I worked at the Knot before I came to Essex. No yeah. way. Uh, 20 years in the love and stuff. So you thing. already know. I got you, sis. You want to know my number one wedding regret though? And I'm going to tell you, I'm passing it along. Please. I would have cut all the coworkers and friends of friends. No shade, mm. but my husband and I watch our wedding video every anniversary and just eat and just like, well, you know, like That's look at us, beautiful. you know, like just cause. And we're always like, wait, who is? Wait, who? <laughs> you should never look at someone in your wedding photos or videos that you don't talk to. And we've only been married nine mm. years. Yeah. Like we don't, we've lost. Or touch. do you think of like even if your spouse doesn't talk to? Same. Them, and he like, had some coworkers, and I was like, wait, who's that again? You should never say that. Yeah. So even though we had one fifty, we could have probably had eighty. 75 mm, because we advice. were trying to be inclusive but you don't really need to do no, that no tell me about the kids do you invite the kids we did but i also regret that Dang. because i wanted the cool moms in my life like y'all right. to turn up 
and they couldn't turn up as much because they had to drive their kids home. You still got to take yeah. 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 So it wasn't about the kids. Right. I mean, the kids were adorable. They had little dance offs and stuff. But I just want moms and dads need to. You want, I wanted we wanted to turn up. Right. right. You want to turn up. I'm gonna be turning up. You having bridesmaids? Who are your bridesmaids? Can we ask? Bridesmaids. Most of my bridesmaids like people back at home. My best gotcha. friend Letitia, mm-hmm. love oh. her to death. My hairstylist Tish. Oh. So <laughs> stingy. Shout out to Tish. Um, probably Tiana might be Paris. Yes, we I love, love her. Um, Jakina Calacango is a good friend of mine. She's a theater girl. Wait, uh, speaking of theater, y'all turn up after the Tonys. <laughs> Charlie and I need to get invited Can to that party y'all host. Oh yes, this Corey Hawkins, and that is Condola Rashad's party. They do, they do like you know how yes. Disney has the gold party after the Oscars. Yeah, they do this epic party after the Tonys. Yes, I've seen pictures. My pregnant butt was there last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> living yep. your best yep. life. Yep. Living your best life yep. with a mocktail. Yes, right? with a mocktail sitting down. though. I was living. <laughs> <laughs> My feet. You was were up. moving when you were pregnant. You were out and about. Oh, Wait, child. I have a confession. When I was pregnant, I wanted a drink so bad. I I was fixing my uh, boyfriend's cousin a, a rum and coke. He smelled it. Mm-hmm. I put my finger in it and tasted. I was like, that's all I need. I was like, I was like, this let me taste it. Just that's it. That's I all feel like I that wanted. would be me, or I'd smell them. Like I always oh, like yeah, to yeah. smell people's French fries and stuff when I'm on a diet. Like, <laughs> give me some give chicken, me that. Some grease. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, we could talk to you all day. Yes, I could too. Oh Same. my god, oh, we're my so god. proud of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You get married. I know. I'm so glad to be talking with y'all finally. Yes. Yeah, y'all don't know Danielle Brooke like she is that person you every time you see her she says hey Charlie hey Corey <laughs> how are you and that means something to the journalist no, I know. right Corey I know. like I you popped into Danielle on, on my block in a coffee shop yeah, yeah. like did. she <laughs> is that girl oh no but what was cute though my when we got home Jillian I had People Magazine yeah, and you yeah. were in I think for your home and she goes is this the lady we just saw oh, at no. the thing and it was so random that's i was like cool. oh yeah and she's like she lives around here i was like i don't know where she lives that's really cool but but it was yeah. Yeah. So, what is fame like fan. for you out and about because everyone watched orange is the new black oh man so there's probably not it many places cha- it was a yeah, game changer yeah. for television. where they're not Come like on. are they like danielle are they like tasty like how are you recognizing <sighs> it's received? crazy a little bit of everything i mean people start to know you as the person mm-hmm. so everything that i've what up, Siri? <laughs> I guess she wanted to talk to Danielle. We ain't nobody talking to her, though. Siri. What did we say? Seriously? What did we say? What was the word? Maybe say, uh, I'm sorry. Seriously. Maybe it said seriously. You said seriously. Okay. Well, she liked you, girl. Okay. Good to we should keep that in. That was really funny. <laughs> but anyway, I get a little bit of everything. Um, most the tasty thing for mm. sure, but people are really starting to get the Daniel Brooks, which is nice. I love and that. I think the theater has helped with that, mm-hmm. doing the color purple and just doing little things, Master of None, girls, whatever it was. Um, so I'm really, it's cool to like, I don't know, I, I, to for people to know who you are. Yeah. That actually the fame thing and being 100% honest was never my goal. Right. It was always just to have respect in the game. Yeah. I always <laughs> wanted people to just say, Yo, I respect your work. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. it. That's it. This whole like grabbing you and like selfies. Oh Lord, I can't do it. 
I don't. I do it, but I don't like, like it. it yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like it. It's not fair. I, no. And what happened to just having a conversation and like savoring that? Mm-hmm. Like I would have a conversation with a fan for thirty minutes. Yeah. But that picture thing, the minute you want that, I don't. I'm just kind of like they just want proof that it happened Ooh, instead yeah. of just to enjoy that. It yeah. Happened. But then it's like they take the picture and they like thank you and they walk away. So it's like and so now they can go post the sneak like, picture really stuff. The sneak yeah. picture stuff. I do oh, not. Like. And I call weird. people out if they say they're not a fan. They say they're a fan. I'll be like, what's my real name, then? <laughs> like, and they don't, I bet sometimes they're like, oh, oh. Sometimes they do. But I love when fans do know my real name. They're like, Danielle. And I'm like, what's oh, up, bro? What, what you need? You need a video for your mama. What yeah, you I need? Know, like, I do it. That's wonderful of you. Nice. It is nice. But. Yeah. And now you have both. People yeah. know your work. Yes. And they know your name. Yes. And we're going to continue to build. You know, and I'm learning that too. It's a process. It's patience. It's a process. Um, I think the way this industry is, is like you want it right away yeah. because that's what it makes you think. Everything you it makes you believe that everybody's getting it in ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Ava became Ava in ten seconds. Issa became in ten seconds. That's not how this no, happened. No. Um, and so that's a part of it too. Even at thirty, having done Orange and all of the things I've been able to accomplish, there's still more work to do, and it's gonna take time. And like I think my baby helps me a lot with that because it took me nine months to birth her beautiful but yeah. so it's a reminder I like it and takes go back time. to postpartum and all of that conversation. I remember in, in trying to lose weight, the doctor told me you took nine months to have this baby. It's gonna take nine months to get it off. Jesus, so don't stress yourself. So don't panic. Thank don't you. Panic. I need be to human. hear that. Like, okay. Be, yeah, because it's like it's it's a process. Can I tell you something funny though Please. that messed me up? So um, I had a uh, weight, like when right when I was about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say what that was. I, I ain't that transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was the weight <clears throat> size. And after the baby, I'm thinking, oh, I'm at least be like 10 pounds down. The baby was 7 pounds, right. 11 ounces. That's good. You know, the placenta, oh, bam, bam. That's 10 pounds <laughs> off right there. At least 12, maybe. At right? Do you know a week or two after I was the same weight. Really? Uh, it messed that... me up. I was like, I had a whole child. What do you mean? I haven't lost nothing. But that's normal, right? I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like, you know, because I would have been thinking the same they thing. Don't I would have thought you. it would just slip and go. Right, you all bets are off. Out of you. What do you think? Like, the, like I'd have been science like, tells me. Yeah, like, <laughs> right? yeah, like this, yeah. Like yeah. I let it go. Yo, right. The water. No. I mean the well the wa- yeah when your water breaks. Yo. I think my water didn't break, but you would think mm. that stuff. None of that. Nope. None of that. So. But you look amazing like right thank here, you. girl. Thank so you. The, whatever thank struggle you. you're feeling, know that you look thank amazing. You. One last question because I've been eyeing it. What is this ring? Because this oh, is so cute. Tiana Paris, who I love dearly, oh. and uh, I think she bought this with two other my, of our friends, Corey Hawkins and Mechie. They got me a ring that says my baby's name. It says Freya oh, Carell. That's her oh middle name. Gosh. And um, so I wear it all the time. Like one of the best gifts I got. They're, they're oh my God. It's so I beautiful. Love squad. My squad is pretty special. They I love are. that. It, 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 like, I'm, I'm so grateful for them. Because we all went to Juilliard together, mm-hmm. and Nicole Bahari's a part of that, too. I love like, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that we know how important it is to have a tribe mm-hmm. and to yeah. bounce off of each other and to keep each other accountable of 
holding each other to the greatness we know we possess. And that's really cool, mm-hmm. too. So, um, yeah. That's so sweet. I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. for you. And that. you know what they say? A custom gift is so classy. Really? There's flowers. I love it. And then when you customize. But it takes time to get that customization. Okay, you got to think like, ahead. You really do. It'll be like eight to ten weeks shipping. Oh, you know? my God. Custom means you planned it. You, you do love. have you to know, plan it. Yeah, it that's is. beautiful. Yes. I'm going to come visit that baby, okay? Yeah, come on over. <laughs> I am going to see the baby. The cheese. Come over. Oh, those cheeks. Oh, yeah, my gosh. She's adorable. She's adorable. I wouldn't be able to leave her. I'd be just like. That's fine with me. <laughs> she's like, come on over. You're like, you could do Give something. me an hour or two, right? <laughs> you know. Trader Joe's real quick. I know what that life is. Okay, last thing. I'm just a laugh. Yeah. I, as someone who's now 37 with no kids yet, if there's one thing I can attest to is y'all moms always love that quick break. When you give your baby to for someone with no kids, y'all don't feel no shame. No shame. I look up and I'm like, Especially if we know them. Where the hell? Right, yeah. Right. People, I, one time my friend went to the store and didn't even tell me. I was like... <laughs> She and, went to the whole store. And I have a two-year-old runner. But you, I don't blame y'all one bit, but it's hilarious. Because that my brother does it to me with my nieces. Christmas time comes. And I look up. I'm sweating. That's trust. Everywhere. He's That's just, trust. Oh, my God. He's just on his phone. It's, it's hard. Trust, but he's just like, oh, I get a minute. He's like on his phone. He's like watching TV. I don't blame y'all, but it's funny. No, it's trust. We and do I that. Complain. We trust you. Yes. That's yeah. true. I feel, thank you for flipping it, Corey. Yeah, receiving it's it in my phone. I don't trust, trust like nobody. No, you be sitting there watching. I mean, no, I'll leave that alone. Oh. Never mind. Thank <laughs> you. That's all right. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so happy we did this. Me too. Me too. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. Corey, Charlie you know Pan. I get really excited when our friends in our head come to the show. Yes. Are you excited? I'm excited, especially we've already had one before. Uh-huh. I'm meeting a new guest. one today, so I feel like I have a new friend. You do. I'm going to steal her curls and her highlights, actually. <laughs> you guys, Brandis Daniel and Sybil Amuti are here from the Great Girlfriends Podcast. Hey! And you guys are, I mean, we love y'all. We stand for you Oh, guys. we love you, too. Welcome. Thank you. And it's your first time here together in the Essence office, which is special. Yes, this is our e-date. Yeah. And this new <laughs> office is killer. Ooh. It's cute, right? Yes. I'm, I'm looking for jobs. I'm like, can I can I be like the mailroom girl at Essence so I could just be sleek for the day? Like, Come to Black Girl Magic tell you, this it's is the business. Like Black Girl Magic headquarters. This is it. It's powerful. That's where I realized this is our independently owned space right now. And it's black, beautiful, black, 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 y'all. Yes, Yes. congratulations. Everything. We got neon signs. Okay, we're fancy. We We got gold chairs. Okay, we do color palettes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Speaking of fancy and excitement and Black Girl Magic, you guys are here to announce a really special partnership that we have with Essence and Pine Saw. Woohoo! I was reading about it's major. It's so major. major. It's major. What are we doing? New website, we, new opportunity. Yes. So there's so many amazing things. First of all, big shout out to Pine Salt for jumping into our pool of opportunity because they see how empowered we are as black women and how they need to make the proper investment into who we are. Right. So we grew up with Pine Salt. So we understand the power of Pine Salt. I'm raising my hand. I love so we <laughs> scrubbing them tubs on the Saturdays and the yes. toilets. We all know about it. So for them to honor our heritage means the world. So I think it's fabulous that they're creating this new platform on Essence.com come to highlight all of these different stories of entrepreneurship and heritage and power and the connection that we have well Pine Saw has with our community that they're giving back and and 
in a big way. In a huge in a way. Ching, ching, ching. In a huge way. In a bagalicious way. way. Because they are empowering one entrepreneur with 100000 right? $100,000. Is that open paper. to employees? You know, <laughs> I'm like, how many different companies can, start can I start? Right, can we start a business? <laughs> Because a hundred thousand dollars can change the game for an so entrepreneur. That's six figures. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Wow. Of just straight up VC money, right? <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's yours. Yeah. You can take that up. idea and just really elevate it when you have that kind of money. And I think it's our time too, mm-hmm. as Black women who are entrepreneurs. And I love that for a long time we've had so much support from mm-hmm. companies, but it hasn't come in the form of money. Come on, no. <laughs> don't pat me on the back. Don't clap for me. Give me a check. Different, yeah. So, this is super exciting um, to see a company like Pine Saw, who we all love. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, when I get my house cleaned, I want to smell. Yes, smell. and it smells yes. great. Yeah, so yeah. it's major for them to come on board this way. And um, I think they're setting the bar for lots yeah. of other companies. How can people find out about it, get involved? This is huge, it's major. They're heading over to essence.com. Because where else would you go to get that kind of information (laughs) about all things happening amazing with black women? And they're going to learn more about the contest. And there's also going to be a lot of social posts. So make sure people are following on social media because that's where you'll see a lot of the announcements and you'll understand the connection socially. And we get to viralize the contest to make sure enough entrepreneurs get plugged in for the win. This is major. Tell me about this contest. First of all, black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs. But we're, I think, the most underfunded group of entrepreneurs. And so having Pine Saw come on board and say, we're going to actually give one entrepreneur not $10,000 or $1,000, which, hey, that's good, too. But to say six figures, major, $100,000. So the the contest started on March 1st, right? And we're super excited about that. And then uh, people will be able to go on and vote for their finalists on June 1st. Yes. At Essence.com slash your legacy but what's so exciting about the contest is the community gets to jump in and say hey we are rallying so every single person around the world can support the entrepreneurs that they believe in which i think is powerful so we get to take these stories of black women who are out killing and doing their thing and allowing the world to take notice yet again you know so it just really empowers the story and the entrepreneur to globalize what they're doing Okay. I love what though that we don't even wait on the money, right? Yeah. As black, oh, we no. we take what we have and start something dope, yes. right? Based on our whatever we got in our That's account, right. and our friends and family rally around us. But to imagine what could happen if we actually had the funding, come on, oh with gosh. the hustle. That's right. That's right. It's a game changer. Right. It's yeah. a game changer. Yeah, yeah. Exponential growth. So. I'm excited. What is going to be on the site? I mean, what kind of information are we going to have with this partnership between Paisal and and Essence? Well, there's going to be some powerful storytelling, right? So I think one of the biggest parts of our community and culture is heritage. And through the stories, we get to learn more about the heritage and the lineage of products that have been in our families, how to create balance and harmony and what these products, how the products intersect with that storyline. And then what the power of the next generation of entrepreneurs will look like when you have brands that will align and give value towards those stories. So you're going to see a lot of storytelling and then you'll have opportunity to, to view some of the images that reflect our story. And they've got the contest. So the contest details will all be there to kind of lay out what what um, entrepreneurs can expect and how they can enter to win. You know, go ahead. Please. No, I was going to say it was when I was think you know, doing the research about what we we're going to talk about today, I started having 
these wonderful thoughts like on Saturday mornings when that was our cleaning day. Mm -hmm. And as much as I hated it as a kid, but as an adult, I look back on it because that was our day to be with the family. That was a day Mm -hmm. to get out the dirt. That was Mm -hmm. the day I I would follow behind my mother and be like how she would clean. Because even to this day, I can't clean like my mother. No. You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? So hearing to hear you, Sybil, talk about the fact that we're going to have these stories about what that meant is really touching to me because I was like, wow. And, you know, Pine Saw was there Mm -hmm. in my home as Mm -hmm. growing up. Corey, I completely agree. And I love when you smell cleaning products, particularly Pine Saw. The minute you smell it, you just think about those warm moments. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I definitely do. I can be in like a department store and I smell it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. where's my grandma? I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, it's clean. It just makes you think about that. And I love, Sybil, that you were talking about this being about that particular type of storytelling, what we pass on. Because I think as girlfriends and friends, that's what we're constantly doing, sharing Mm -hmm. with each other, but also sharing what our mothers taught us and our grandmothers taught us. We practically open every episode of Yes Girl with learning. Yes. Like we've learned so much just from talking to black women. Mm -hmm. What have you two learned from each other with as far as storytelling about Mm -hmm. how you pass on legacy? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Because you guys have been friends for how many years? Oh my goodness. I I was dated to Sam, so 11 years, because Sam was a baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. Long before we started the podcast. Long before. (laughs) But I tell you, like, when I first had my daughter, Sybil gave me so many lessons. Like, Mm -hmm. I would have done so many things differently had it not been for her. But Mm -hmm. when Skye was like a little baby, she would tell me, Brandis, chill, relax. Let Rich take care of it. Rich is my husband. Mm And I think that we as women, we're constantly um, teaching each other, right, mm-hmm. and giving mm-hmm. each other lessons. So we're getting lessons from our parents. But then some of these lessons, I'm sure you probably took that. You found that out on your own. Oh, my I'm goodness. sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that has been a lifesaver for me. Yeah, yeah. She sat me, she looked at me in my eyes and said, do you ever want to have a girl's weekend? Do you ever? Do you ever want to be yeah. able to go out? <laughs> do you ever want to be able to leave the house? So let her cry with her dad Mm -hmm. and let him figure it out. So that was like just one lesson. Yeah. No, that's so good. Yeah, that's a good one. I I always forget about that. That is a good one. You know, I think through our friendship, we're reminded of what our mothers taught us about loyalty to women, right? And how to honor the person for who they are and how to create connection with women and how to just be with one another, not not trying to pr- impress someone, trying to be more than you are, but being enough in who you are and then allowing the right people to come into your world. Because we both came into each other's world at a time that I, you know, I don't think I was in the market for new friends and I was probably on that train at that time, but Brandis fell in my lap and <laughs> in oh, my <literally>. sofa. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, but but what it did, it reminded me that you're always, if you give the opportunity you and you're loyal to women, just being loyal with, mm-hmm. I'm going to trust women, I'm going to love women, I'm going to be available to women. If you keep that kind of heartbeat, you will always be refreshed with new and exciting and warm people that will continue to empower you as a woman. And I think I got that from my mom. And I see that when I met your mom, I was like, it all makes sense. Because, you're, you know, your mom's kind of set the path for how you treat and engage with other people and what you expect out of people. So, you know, I have to honor Jean Clark and say, she really taught me. And I want to honor Bethlyn Henderson. <laughs> That one is a great. I'd be I'd be great girlfriends with your mom oh, yes. if I didn't have you because I really do love her. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's dope. Yeah, she is My cute. heart is bursting over here, y'all. <laughs> and we learned so much from our friend, like from learning to be good girlfriends. Yeah. Like I've also learned how to speak more with love, you know, yeah, and I mean. all these things from my girlfriends loving me and supporting mm-hmm. me and sharing with me. I love you guys' story. Yeah. I'm just yeah. over here blushing for mm-hmm. them. I, crush. Yeah, I have to say, but I have, Brandis <laughs> reminded me to break the box too. So Brandis. Brandis like love she love I won't say, I hope this sounds right she loves shattered pieces she loves <laughs> puzzle pieces and like putting it together putting them yeah and I like a full puzzle and I like to reverse engineer a puzzle right I like visioning and I want to I want to break it down and then reconstruct it Brandis likes raw construction oh. and she so she taught me how to see raw material and build from it oh. it was major oh. yeah because I my build was from front back and hers is from back front so we have exchanged that, that kind of value. Yeah. You two complement yeah. each other so well. And you're both, I what I love it. about both of you individually and as a duo is your confidence. I've always oh, been drawn to that and just the, how you both move in this space and in this world as entrepreneurs, as women, wives, mothers, friends. Yeah. So what have you learned about confidence and self-love mm. doing the work that you both do? Mm, that is so good. This so world. we're getting deep on this. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right, yes. girl. All right. Where's the tissue? <laughs> I know we need to offer me any tissue. Um, oh, I think what I've learned probably most about confidence is being okay with all of me. You know, being okay with. Uh, I think the times when I've walked through the door and not had confidence is when are the times when I only wanted to see my wins, mm-hmm. right? And I think when I got to a place where I was like, actually my wins and my losses are really cool because I can learn so much from the things that I've lost and I can learn so much from the from, from my failures. Um, I think it gives you a balance when you could, I think it's getting older too. Mm-hmm. That helps, I right? That. So I'm about to have a birthday in a few weeks. Happy early. And thank you. And so I think the older you get, you realize like even the toughest moments in your life were the things they were, that was preparing you for something too. And so it gives you this confidence in knowing that good or bad is all kind of working together for my good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such a good answer. Mm-hmm. That's so good, Brandis. Mm-hmm. I, I personally used to be confident in what I could do. I mean, that was a big thing. I could do this. I am this or not. I am this, but I can do this. I'm trained in this. This is a capability until motherhood hit marriage. Actually, first, I was like, I ain't never been a wife. This is shaking my whole <laughs> like my universe is rocked. And there's no handbook. Uh, there's no handbook. No, 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 no manual. It's all raw learning. And nice. then motherhood. I was like, oh, I really don't know what I'm doing. So I had to be OK with who I am. And I had not even circled back to that until motherhood tried to strip me of confidence <laughs> you know it just did like can you keep a whole other human alive and i'm like gosh yes. can that can yeah. i do that you know safely but, yeah right <laughs> and you're like i mean with your sanity yes, with your yes. Sanity. can yes. i still be and and the other person be but i learned to be who i am and mm-hmm. i start to look at my values and virtues and who i am at the core so when the things come and try to kick me down or maybe I don't have the capability, I know I have good intention mm-hmm. so I can work with my good intention and I can put my best foot forward. So I had to reverse my confidence model because pre-marriage and kids, it was all about what I brought to the table. Right. And mm-hmm. we can build that. And then you'd be, you'd be the baddest at the table. Like I know who I am. I know it. I Listen. Mm-hmm. And then when the titles get stripped, you're like, wait, who am I? Where am I? So when I when I gained those new titles, I learned it was all about infrastructure, who I am on the inside, the core, the intention and how I show up in the world would be a result of that. That's so yeah. Weird. yeah. Now, Sybil and Brandis, you are both entrepreneurs. 
uh, Charlie and I, you know, we we work here. That's fine. Yeah. And we love it. We, we, do. we do. But you guys have a whole other business you have to manage. You come together for this. You're both married, motherhood. Talk to us about balance. Like, what is the real t- deal with balance and time saving? Because y'all make it look easy. Yeah. And we know that it is not. <laughs> but y'all really make it look easy and fabulous. Balance. Look at the... <laughs> I, I had someone share with me once... And this is right after I had my kid. They pat me, put their hand on the, my shoulder and said, there is no balance. She said, yeah. something is always going to drop, and you need to accept that now. And it was one of the best pieces of advice I got. Mm. Right. Yes. That's, I'm going to tell you, I read something when I first had my daughter. And I was trying to figure out, like, how do I balance all these things in my life now? Like, you have no idea what having a child is going to do to your world. <laughs> it rocks it no. to the core. Right. And this article kept saying get help, get help, get help. And I was like, but, but what time management tools are they using? And I was trying to figure <laughs> out like, some tactical things <laughs> yeah, I right? could do. I was so upset with this mother who wrote this article because all she would say was get help, get help. And now that's me. You get help. Get help. Yeah. You the get, village. There, there is no other village. way yeah. but to, to do everything. And when you have a lot of things on your plate, you have to get help. Mm-hmm. And the way that you get help is by giving help. Mm-hmm. There is no other way. Like you you get by giving. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just believe that the more you give to people, the more to come back to you. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. is like in the form of interns or friends saying, hey, can I help you? Or you know, just you just need to help. Yeah. And you have to be okay with actually asking for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so true. I think in our family, my household, it's all hands on deck, you know, the kids are a part of our entrepreneurship entrepreneurship story. Excuse me. The husband, yeah, the husband does design for us. You know, I do things for his business. Like, the, everybody gets it, right? So it's all a family vision. And I've learned to kind of pay attention when my kids are tapped out. They don't want to hear about great girlfriends. They don't want to <laughs> They don't want to be at a conference. They don't want any of that. They just want to play. So I have to pay attention to the cues. But... Um, we've decided that we don't, I mean, we just shuffle pieces. We don't really, like Mm -hmm. you said, we don't have balance. Most people would find my schedule abnormal. Most people would say, you put your kid, your kids work. Yes, my kids work because I want them to grow up and be capable. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's just, um, you know, we grew up in a day where our parents went away to work and we never really saw what they did. We just heard that they were working. And we felt like we got pulled from them, right? It's like they were gone for hours and they come home and they were so taxed. And we just never, and I I always wanted my kids to have an eye into what that looked like. So What mommy's doing. What mommy's doing. So they have a glimpse into what's possible for them. So they have a full lens and they have input. And, you know, they at the conference, they're moving boxes and they're shuffling things and the husband is. And then we take breaks together because the benefit of being an entrepreneur is that you can make it an all inclusive story. You know, you get to bring your kids into work and do things like that. Speaking of being overworked, what have you all learned from just talking to other booked and busy women like yourselves about taking me time? and self-care because we all know Mm -hmm. as much as we are superheroes and our capes are sometimes at the dry cleaners we need a break (laughs) break. you know like and we need to really pour back into ourselves yeah yeah so what have you learned about doing that yeah if if you don't take a break what ends up happening is uh nothing you do is is really gonna turn out at 100 percent, right so 
you're frustrated. I know for me, why would I say I, not your, okay? I'm fr- <laughs> I get frustrated at yeah. this point. I'm handling people the wrong way. I'm handling situations the wrong way. I'm handling business the wrong way. I'm not doing things like, uh, I'm not doing things thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like rushing through. And so now it's become a must for me. Like self-care for me, Sybil knows. If she asks me like, what are you doing? I'm like taking a self um, self-care break in the afternoon and she already know what that's cold for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it the spa? It'll be like one. Yes, the no, spa. No, she's the right? spa, right? <laughs> it's either a nap or the spa. I know it. She's Ooh, got a glass a and a tub and Ooh. she got a book at 2 p.m. Yes. in the afternoon. Yes. yes. <laughs> if, if that's what I need at that moment mm-hmm. because, you know, it's like we can't come to anything if we are totally depleted. Like, yes. what are you? You're bringing your depleted self to the situation. You're not helping anything. So it's, you might as well just unplug, Absolutely. right? Unplug, relax, and 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 then plug back in, feeling refreshed and actually having something to contribute. Mm-hmm. I think in our community too, we learn so much from the women who we get to speak to, and you all know the same. We're hearing a lot about mental health issues that are plaguing us and just sickness, you know, early onset of disease and things like that because people aren't attending to the cues. So, I mean, honestly, I tell you motherhood, I don't, I don't want to traumatize anyone who's not had kids, but I do want to say, Charlie, (laughs) it's another awakening. Eyes wide big. Because it it feels like, you know, people are pulling from you at a different level, Mm -hmm. right? It's one thing at work, it's nothing at marriage, but you know, kids call your name as long as you let them, you know? And, and so you have (laughs) all through the night. Face, 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 Every mother in the room just that. went like, we all rolled our that. eyes back. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, your health is something that you begin to, I, I began to pay much more attention to because I realized all these people like calling my name, looking me in the eyes, they mm. want me now. And if I don't do something to create stillness for myself, I wouldn't have any. So I'd started to train myself to step away. Let the people call the name, which is why I was able to tell you, let her cry. She calling for you. Just let it happen because you have to have a a place of stillness. And that for me can be in the middle of this podcast recording, just sitting back, taking 30 seconds of stillness Mm -hmm. to reset what matters to me. We have to be willing to. There was a um, new mom part. I remember hearing from a powerful working mother that I know. She said, going, going, going at work. You know, everybody was wanting her. She would come home. Her kid would jump on her and be like, mommy, mommy. She said she got to a point. She she would tell her child, um, mommy needs one minute. She would go in the bathroom for a few seconds. She said she would sit on the tub, take a minute, and then she would come out and says, okay, tell me about your day. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought that's selfish. What? Well, you know, but now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm like, oh my God, I totally mm-hmm. realize that now. Ladies, I don't know if you know this, but Essence is celebrating a big birthday this year. Yeah. We are turning 50. Well, yes. so, and for us, we've been doing a lot of talking about legacy and what of our legacy has meant to women, what mm-hmm. will it mean to women in the future. But what does legacy mean to you all, especially as entrepreneurs? Mm. Legacy for me is the mark that you make on this world. So, you know, I don't know. I had a legacy awakening probably about (laughs) six years ago working in brand strategy. I was working on other people's legacy plans. What would their names look like in 20, 30, 40 years? What's the 100 year mark of a name? And backing into that into how that affects the way that you build your brand today. And I started thinking, well, girl, what you doing with your own legacy? Is your legacy going to be building other people's legacies or are you going to make an imprint? And if you are going to make an imprint, that's how do you use your purpose on an everyday basis to build this this huge story of who you are? 
you know, and I'm reading uh, She Came to Slay right now, Harriet Tubman. Thanks to my daughter for putting me on. Dylan put me on to, Mommy, you need to read this. This is the book. I'm reading her book, but it was a daily, right? So this the story of Harriet Tubman was not built at the end. It was built every single day that she put her life on the line for our freedom, for our stories of freedom, for her family, for those people, for the idea of freedom. And so I think about those kind of stories and we always look at legacy as the end of something, but it's the daily walk. Mm -hmm. It's a daily walk, right? It's every single day that you stand up here at Essence and represent black women. It's part of your legacy because people will remark about that at the end, but it didn't happen at the end. No, it happened every day. Yeah, it's every single day. So it's that use of purpose on a daily basis, excuse me, that use of purpose on a daily basis that builds a legacy that you either say, dang, when I do it all those years, or you're super proud of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we all had that 75 or 60 year old on our uncle that said, I wish. Yeah. I always wanted to, yeah. you know, and they never took the risk to tell their story and telling your story requires you taking risk. And so that is that's it for legacy. It's that taking risk, sharing mm-hmm. purpose daily. Legacy, um, uh, I don't think I really realized how major and impactful it could be until Kobe passed. Mm. Um, His, I didn't follow Kobe when he was here, to be honest with you. I admire him. I respect him. But I didn't follow everything. I didn't read all his books. I didn't Mm -hmm. understand his mindset. And now I'm up at 5 a.m. because I'm like, oh, no, I need the mamba mentality. And Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. for me is legacy. Like you leaving this earth, but still leaving behind this impact that that will be felt by, you know, whether it's five people or five million people, Mm -hmm. you know, years to come. And, and, and I think that uh, Beyonce, I love her song that says I was here. That's like one of my Mm -hmm. favorite songs. I can listen to that song and just like boohoo crying mm-hmm. because, you know, you want to live a life and leave here and people to know that you were here because of the mm-hmm. impact that you've made and the legacy that you've had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like Beyonce's song Boss, where she's like, my, my great grandkids are already rich. Come yes. on. Because yes. I know for my legacy, I want to leave generational wealth. Yes. That's something I want to change the trajectory of my family. Yes. You know, so. So thank you. So like the lady said, you can go to essence.com slash your legacy to enter the Pine Saw Legacy Contest. I appreciate you guys sharing all these gems with us and coming and you have to come back and yeah, just I really, I mean, yes. y'all have to come back for a part two because I just thrive on that. your energy, your friendship, and you have to bring us more. Girl, let's, let's trade yes, some of this girl. joy. Yes. I mean that. And I just want to echo what Charlie's saying. You guys have been great. But if we want to continue following you guys, where else can we hear more about you all? You can follow The Great Girlfriends at at The Great Girlfriends, spelled all the way out. You can follow us individually on at Brandis Daniel. Yes, at Sybil, S-Y-B-I-L-A-M-U-T-I. <laughs> Got to spell it for the people. <laughs> Thank you both, ladies, and good luck with everything. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you to our sponsor, Pinesaw. Thank you to our guest, Danielle Brooks. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Yes Yes Girl, Girl, featuring interviews with Jada Pinkett-Smith, Amanda Seals, Ayala Van Zandt, and Michael B. Jordan. You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Apple listeners, yes, that's you. Be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. We love reviews. Give us reviews. More and more reviews. Thank you. Don't forget to talk to us on social. At Corey Murray. At Charlie Penn on Instagram. And at ManWifeDog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast. Love ya. Talk to you soon. <laughs>